How does a three-month-old go missing? They can't crawl or walk out of the house and wander away. They're completely reliant on those who are supposed to care for them. So how did a three-month-old little girl go missing two years ago? And to this day, there is very little information or ideas as to where she has gone. Welcome, or welcome back. I'm Cassie, and this is A Wicked World. The case I have for you today, there's not a whole ton of information on it, and it wasn't widely publicized either, but it's a very important case, like all the others, so I wanted to make a video on it, even if it's going to be a bit of a shorter video today. This little girl needs to be found and not forgotten. This is the story of Angel Overstreet. Angel Nicole Overstreet was born on February 11, 2021, to her mother, Julie May, and her father, Shannon Overstreet. Angel was born at Julie's mother's apartment in Warfield, Kentucky. Julie's mother, Brenda Burton, or Angel's grandmother, was actually the one to deliver the little girl. Soon after her birth, Angel was brought to the hospital to be checked out. Since there were not any labs done on Angel as she was not born at the hospital, they weren't able to determine if she had been born with drugs in her system, though it is highly suspected. It's also most likely the reason why Angel was delivered at home. Now, her mother, Julie, has a long history of drug use, and she actually has six other children who she has lost custody of. All of them. So, due to this history of being an outstanding mother, the hospital had actually called Child Protective Services. So, after five days in the hospital... Angel was released to her father's care, Shannon Overstreet. Shannon brought Angel back to Huntington, West Virginia. This is where his mother lived, who he often stayed with, though he also had a farm and house in Kentucky. So even though it might seem that Shannon was the better parent to care for Angel, he actually has a long, violent criminal past. One of his violent offenses included forcibly tattooing his name on his ex-girlfriend. That's okay. At first, if you looked at Shannon's social media, it looked like he absolutely adored Angel. There was lots of pictures of him and her on there. He was a proud dad. While Angel was in Shannon's care, Julie only visited once. Now, it's unknown if this is because Shannon didn't allow her to visit or if Julie just had no interest in visiting. Julie only visited for a short amount of time because she said that Shannon was rather abrupt with her. When Angel was only a few weeks old, in mid-March of 2021, Shannon received the results from a DNA test he had recently taken to determine whether he was actually Angel's biological father or not. He had had suspicions about Julie cheating on him, and he was correct. The results came back, and he was not Angel's biological father. The same day that the DNA test results came back, Shannon also posted on Facebook how devastated he was that Angel was not his daughter. But at the same time, he vowed to love her and take care of her like she still was. But then on April 14th, 2021, a paternity complaint was filed and sent to Shannon and Julie by a man named Elijah Fry. Elijah had also taken a paternity test a few weeks prior and his results came back 
and it was determined that he was Angel's biological father. So when Shannon received this paternity complaint in the mail, he again took to posting to Facebook, and you could tell he was not happy about it. Child Services of West Virginia were asked to do a welfare check by Kentucky authorities on Angel. This had been brought on by the custody suit that was filed. And when authorities showed up to Shannon's house on May 24th, he informed them that he had given up Angel two weeks prior to Child Protective Services. He said it was actually May 10th. And on May 11th, the day after, he again posted on Facebook how upset he was that Angel had been taken away. When police doubted this story, Shannon swore up and down that he had given the little girl to two people that he believed to be CPS agents. So if this story is true, maybe he should have checked to make sure they were actually with Child Protective Services. West Virginia CPS verified through their department that they did not have Angel. They checked with Kentucky CPS as well, and they also said they did not have Angel in their care. Angel was reported missing right away, and the search started immediately. Julie was interviewed, and she was immediately cleared, and her alibi for the time that Angel had disappeared was verified. She had been in Kentucky the whole time, and had never gone to West Virginia. But many still wondered if she had some people impersonate CPS workers in order to get Angel back. She was adamant that she had nothing to do with it, however. Looking at her Facebook, I got a much different picture, however. There was no pictures posted of Angel prior to when she disappeared. And then when she disappeared, there was one post that she did. And then she only did another one once people started to call her out for not caring about her daughter. So once the drama started, that's when she took to Facebook again to post about her missing daughter. Other than that, I didn't see much on there, so... I find that hard to believe. The same day that Angel was reported missing, Shannon was arrested and brought in to the Western Regional Jail. This arrest was for a separate crime, however, one that Shannon had allegedly committed two months prior, when baby Angel was in his care, keep in mind. It was against his own mother. Shannon was charged with A and B and a felony of maliciously wounding his mother. He had allegedly beat her and dragged her by the hair across the yard. His mother had to be hospitalized and treated for bleeding on her brain. So at the time of this arrest, no charges were filed in connection with Angel's disappearance. Law enforcement began searching Shannon's mother's home, where Angel and him had been known to be living prior to her disappearance. They also searched Shannon's car and his farm that he owned in Olive Hill, Kentucky. This property in Kentucky also has a pond, which authorities would later drain and search on June 23, 2021. Nothing was found at any of these locations. Police also obtained a search warrant for Shannon's electronic devices. The Huntington Police Department discovered at that time that the last record of Angel being seen was May 1st, as that was the day that Shannon had posted a picture of her, his last picture of her, to his social media account. And there is some speculation, similar to the Summer Wells case, if she is alive in this picture or not. There was no record of Angel after May 1st. However, Shannon, as well as his social media post, had said that Child Protective Services had taken her on May 10th. There are a lot of discrepancies as far as the date that she went missing. 
A lot of places will have it reported as May 7th as well, because police discovered that on May 7th, there were some text messages sent between Julie and Shannon. In these messages, it said that Shannon had left Angel with a friend to babysit for a couple of days. No name has been given as to who this friend is, and that's all the information that we've heard so far. Angel's case made local media and was pretty active on social media as well, at least locally for a little while. There is still an active Facebook group, and they're trying to figure out what happened to Angel. It's called Angel Nicole Overstreet, Missing May 2021. Multiple vigils have been held for Angel, soon after her disappearance, as well as on the two birthdays that she has missed. Law enforcement made multiple statements to the public to let them know that they are still actively investigating this case. In March of 2022, Shannon was indicted by a grand jury for first-degree attempted murder of his mother. On January 12, 2023, he entered into a plea deal in Cabell County Circuit Court to a charge of malicious wounding. The charge of attempted murder was dropped. He also entered into a plea on a forgery charge at this time. Police said that he had taken one of his mother's checks, signed it, and cashed it. Shannon was sentenced to 2 to 10 years in prison. He was also sentenced for 1 to 10 years on the forgery charge. These sentences will be served together, and he will be given credit for time already served. His next parole hearing is scheduled for December of 2023. Not much more has been released about this case or investigation. Shannon, according to police, is still a person of interest, though he is not a suspect at this time. There's a lot of information that we just don't have yet, which unfortunately leaves a lot of unanswered questions. Like, have they tracked Shannon's whereabouts May 1st? to the 10th by pinging his phone? Is it possible that two people actually did impersonate Child Protective Services and take Angel? Has the biological father, Elijah, been questioned yet? Have they gone through Julie's phone to see if there's any incriminating text there? Authorities did release a statement that read in part, For this investigation, we have partnered not only with the public, but also with the Kentucky State Police, Federal Bureau of Investigation, Cabell County Prosecutor's Office, Olive Hill, Kentucky Volunteer Fire Department, Carter County, Kentucky Attorney Brian Hayes, David Castle, the West Virginia State Police Crime Scene Response Team Coordinator, and the West Virginia Intelligence Fusion Center. Angel is described as a Caucasian female with brown hair and blue eyes. She has a strawberry birthmark on the back of her neck. She would be two years old at this point, so without an age-progressed picture, it would be very difficult to know if it was Angel. She was listed as missing from Huntington, West Virginia, but her family also has ties in Eastern Kentucky as well as Ohio. If you have any information on the whereabouts of Angel Overstreet, please contact the Huntington Police Department at 304-526-8585. Well, thank you for listening to all of Angel's story today. Maybe her biological father has her or his family? and she'll be found safe? It's the best case scenario, though I know, not very likely, unfortunately. I will definitely follow up on this case and update you if I hear any new information. This case needs to get out there and it needs to be heard because Angel was only three months old. She couldn't have left on her own. Someone did something to her or someone took her. We need to find her, but not many people know about this case. So let's get the word out about Angel's disappearance. And as more people know about this case, it's most likely that it'll push police 
to look further into the investigation. Because even though they said they're still working on it, there hasn't been any updates in a while. So what's happened in the last two years then? If they've still been investigating it, why don't we have any new information yet? It doesn't make sense. So if you do like true crime and you want to hear it from me, then don't forget to hit that subscribe button below and give this video a like if you feel like it. Also, A Wicked World is on TikTok now, so go check it out and follow us over there for case updates. Thanks for watching A Wicked World today. Until next time, take care guys. Bye. Thank you for being patrons of A Wicked World. Adina, Lindsay, and Catherine, you guys rock. Now, there's even more of A Wicked World on Patreon. You'll have access to exclusive videos each month and more. Any support truly helps to make sure the victims never get forgotten and to highlight the shortcomings of society associated with each case. So check it out at patreon.com slash a wicked world or use the Patreon app.